of like that train shit that's going on in like Ohio and Michigan. So here's the thing: I have no fucking clue what's going on. Oh no way! Nobody does. No. So you can inform me first. Uh, so a train, uh, derailed in East Palestine, Ohio. Uh, okay. which is my college roommate, and I was the best man in his wedding. He's from East Palestine. Uh, it's in the middle of nowhere, and, like, it's not... Like, they didn't get ability to have internet until I was maybe junior, senior in college, to, like, 2012. They didn't have internet there? So they had, like, satellite internet. Like, uh, you could get through, like, DirecTV, but you couldn't stream Netflix or anything. Like, really? that slow. Yeah, like, you get on, like, Facebook. Like, it was, like, 3G on your phone internet. That's, like, out of a movie bat. Yeah. it's It was a wild place. Uh, and I had been there a couple times. It's literally the middle of nowhere. Like, cell phones didn't work. Um, How far away from, like, civilization, let's call it, was it? 45 minutes. But that's not that bad. I mean, it's not, but it's one of those, you ever hang out with like an old person and not even an old person, <laughs> but you know, like somebody who says they're old, like yeah. your parents. Yeah. I don't know if your parents do this, but my parents, like my mom is like, I mean, the last time I hung out with her was forever ago, but like, she's like in her sixties now and she's yeah. like, I'm just too old to like learn new things. Yes. And is you're that like, what that town is? Just yes. never learn new things. Okay. Yes. That's a good, that's a great description. Yes. It's just like, we've been like this old school, like fucking roadhouse town for like ever. And now we're going to like keep doing that. Roadhouse Kids is a movie from yeah. the 80s yeah. <laughs> with Patrick Swayze. It was, it was an old movie when yeah. I was born. <laughs> like it's not. I should not reference Swayze movies as much as I do. No, definitely not. Because I think I think my demographic is anywhere between sixteen and twenty eight. So that's a pretty like that's a very pop punk uh, yeah. demographic. I have a few like it's like two percent is over sixty five. I don't yeah. know who that is. I think those are people who stumble on it by accident. The East Palestine, yeah, whatever. Is it Palestine? It is Palestine. That's like the I big think, thing. I thought it was Palestino because you said Ohio right afterwards. I was like Palestino. It's kind of yeah, it kind of like flows in yeah. there. But like, uh, people have been calling it East Palestine because it's spelled the same way. That's what I yeah. thought it would. And uh, you learn very quickly it's Palestine. But like, I don't. It's like a stone's throw across the PA border. Like before you could get. Can you get, have you had Yingling? Is that a thing that Wisconsin yeah. has? Okay. They don't have it here. I've had it in uh, Tennessee. Okay. So that makes sense. So it's a good beer. They couldn't have it, like, it was not in Ohio for the longest. Like, they just didn't distribute it to Ohio. Like, still when I was in college, they didn't. So when he would, like, go home for the weekend, he would just go into PA, buy a shitload, and bring it back. Because it just, like, wasn't, like, it's, uh, it's like, Spotted Cow. Yes, it's yes. It's Spotted Cow here, yeah. Um, except for, like, it's, like, widely distributed now. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, and then, so, like, they had, like, a bunch of, like, chemicals and shit on this train, and to and it, like, just fell off the tracks or something. And then uh, they said that, like, it was going to explode, so they wanted to do a controlled burn. So they, like, burnt five of these rail cars filled with, like, some sort of, like, potassium. Chemicals? Yeah, like, some potassium chloride or some crazy fucking chemical. And then, like, the pictures of it are wild. There's, like, a mushroom cloud over fucking East Palestine. And, like, people weren't allowed to, like, go back to their houses for a while. They're allowed to go back now. But, like, people are, like, complaining about, like, wild headaches and, like, crazy reactions to it. And then just, yeah. like, two days ago, another, the same from Norfolk Southern, that's the company, Another one of their trains derailed in Michigan, like carrying like the same shit. 
I know. Yeah. There's like there's some shenanigans. Afoot. Can't say too much. It's going on the internet. We might get shot down after this. Like I've one been, of those balloons. Like it's been. <laughs> but like it's been one of those like crazy things where it's like, you know, when like crazy like right wing people are like the media is not covering it like yeah. legit like. It's not on the news. Like, seen, I saw it on, like, Spectrum 1. I've seen pictures of it, and then just... I mean, I don't have cable or anything like that, yeah. and my my Instagram feed is not newsworthy stuff at all. Yeah. It's stuff that would probably put me in a mental, mental hospital, but... That's fine. Yeah, I, I've seen pictures, but I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, and, like, the EPA says it's fine to be back there, and, like, all these people are having these reactions, and they can't make it a... Uh, like, they can't make it, whatever, a natural disaster, or like, a national disaster, or whatever, to get, like, the federal funds and all this shit to help clean it up. Maybe it's, it's like a new a COVID thing. cure. That's what, dude. It's a vaccine. <laughs> I said that today on my stupid podcast, Comedy and Mushroom Cult Podcast. Uh, but, like, I, I was like, we're going to have to get, like, a new vaccine for whatever's in this shit. Because they're not going to put it on the news unless there's, like, some sort of cure because the news is run by Pfizer. Open oh, third yeah. eyes, people. <laughs> what is it you're not supposed to talk about stuff like that in the first five minutes of the podcast yeah i think we already got taken off of youtube That's, we'll shuffle it through just like take this it's fast like, forward youtube fast forward tarantino this and like put it in find well, some cute actually shit. we said that at 5 30 so we might be good hey we might be good hey Look at us, professional. Just we we on the we know a tight five when we see one. Oh, dude, I've been like fucking having to do like real sets again lately, and it's like, yeah, I don't. So you know when you go from like doing like three and four minute spots at Mike's, and yeah. then somebody's just like, hey, come yeah. feature on a Tuesday, and you're like, I haven't run my twenty twenty five in fucking months, but okay. Like I've run like my ten or my fifteen, and I've been like working on a bunch of new shit. So then it's like, hey, let's do like your best twenty to twenty five. So maybe you can do this again. And you're like, God damn it! I haven't yeah. told this joke in forever. Yeah, mine. Well, luckily I almost died, so I have a decent <laughs> amount of stuff. <laughs> I have a decent amount of stuff that I can try out. That and I've kind of just don't care anymore. That's but a good. Like, that's a good spot to be in, though. But, but I do like I care enough where like I've taken what I thought was going to be, I'm going to have 10 minutes on my appendix almost killing me. And then the worst day in the hospital ever. And I was like, I just kept doing it. And I was like, okay. And it's, I've edited it so much. It has nothing to do with it anymore. So I care to that point. Yeah. But I don't care to like try, like That's the last one I got, when you said, yeah, doing the, all of a sudden you're getting asked to do more time. I hadn't done anything for a month. Mm -hmm. And then when I would do spots, it would be at Maddie's. So they're like, how much time do you want? Do you want three minutes or do you want 35? And right. I'm like, I don't fucking know what I'm doing. Or I was doing guest spots and then I had a 15-minute spot. And I was like, I'm just going to do stuff I've never done before. I got on a table and told a story of me pulling a piece of steak out of my ass. I literally just got in this guy's face. and was yeah. just like, It was like this. And I'm like, eh. Did it go well? Uh, no. Well, the, it wasn't bad. It was, it's one of those venues that it's like a bowling alley. Mm. Um, and the front of the audience hears you, the back of the audience. Here's bowling. Here's, it wasn't, at, yeah, basically bowling. It wasn't, it was a bar. Yeah. But it was just real narrow and if they're talking, they can't hear you. But and, once you get into like, once you, like when you're 
I love that phase, and I'm kind of in it right now of, like, a weird creation phase of, like, I hate everything that I've written over, Mm -hmm. like, the past eight years, but, like, I still have to run it, but, like, I can... I'm also like Maddie's fucking rules for this. Like, yes. like you said, do you want to do three minutes or do you want to like go up there for a week? Like exactly. You can, you can do whatever. First time I went there, like how much time do you want? I go, what? Yeah. Like how much time do you want? 10, 15? I go, are you, how long is this show? It goes, well, there's four of us here, so it can be as long as people. Well, there want used it. to be people at that show. Like the yeah. first few, like I didn't go like the first two times cause it was like after my accident and I just couldn't like drive. Look at us staying alive. Dude. It's, Look at us. I felt so bad bitching about my shit. And then you're like, <laughs> yeah, man, uh, my body just like shut down. <laughs> I was like, all right, sick. You win. <laughs> like, but, um, but it was like it, the first time I went there, it was like, there were people, it was a Tuesday and I, like, got good clips out of it. And I don't, like, I'm not, like, a clip guy anyways. But, like, I got a couple good clips out of it. I, like, it was, like, a good fuck-around room where you can work on new stuff. And, like, but, like, I would I would do, like, all right, light me at eight minutes. So, yeah. like, I at least know where know I'm at. Know where you're at, yeah. And then, like, I would wrap it up before, like, 15 or whatever. And I would, like, go in there and just, like do all these new things and like they would work some would work some would would like wouldn't but you have like time to like zhuzh it up a bit things together is what i like yes like the four minute like and i'll do it at like bremen like the three minute bremen set is like i know i want to work on like this joke and another half premise that i have Mm -hmm. like i can and that like makes you work on that quickly where like there's something cool to like uh just go up there and do whatever the fuck and like still try to make it interesting those are good for me because my stuff's all longer yeah so i can put two together and Mm -hmm. it's nice and so like you can like and it leaves like some air in there and i would always be like i'm gonna do like the first half i'm gonna fuck around and then i'm gonna give you jokes that i know work so like i get my part out of it the people who are there get their part out of it and then like it works out like it's it's fun. You give a little, you get a little. I heard it was a a sold out room for the Valentine show, so I'm hoping that uh, on a Tuesday kicks it back up. I hopefully people are like oh we're gonna come out and do this, and I mean Reagan headline. So it I mean she fucking went, rips yeah. anyways. So I'm sure we might get some female audience members there. Well, that whole like it's always it always sounds like pandering, and it shouldn't. But like the the Milwaukee comedy scene like i would say that the women are better than the men like as a as a collective like there's there's a bunch of crushers in like the female side of it that i would much rather see than a bunch of like a bunch of the guys because like there's a there's just a smaller sample size well there's also that but like you any other scene that you go into there's usually like one or two good females and then like a bunch of like and i mean it's the same it like numbers wise it's the same percentage of like good guys to like shitty guys but like with like the females and most like scenes it's this like it's more obvious because there's like seven so like if one's really good like three are okay and then like the other three are ass like it's easier to like tell yeah we're like I would say like our ten women or whatever, however many it is, if I'm forgetting somebody. I, have no idea. I would say are above average to like everywhere else. That's fair. I think there's something to be said about doing it in Milwaukee versus like everyone who just starts doing like comedy on state every week. Yeah. And that's a that's a little a, grit. You get a little grit in you. Well and it's also like 
Comedy on State is such a good club. And, like, they... Because the one that I started at... Like, Hilarities is, like, Ohio's Comedy on State. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't have, like, an open mic. Like, they have, like, showcases from time to time. And they are, like, good to local talent. Like, if you're hanging around and they see you be funny, like, there's, like, the side room that's the cabaret. Um, like, they'll have shit like that that they'll, like, give people guest spots and give them shots. But, like, there's not, like, a Wednesday new talent open mic thing. The only one that there was, it's called The Funny Stop in Cuyahoga Falls. Um, shout out Pete if he sees this. Um, it's a club, but it's also, like, filled with crackheads. Do you think comedy clubs, like, unless, I guess, if you have a name, but, like, and by name, I mean you have some reputation. Yeah. Like, do they have to be named the Funny Bone, the Laugh Factory, Funny Spot, the Chuckle Hut? Like, can we not just be like, this is, we're going down to Mike's. It's a great comedy club. I think, because there's um fucking... Like, it just seems a little corny to me. But then again, it's like, how else are you going to know there's comedy there? Well, there's like Acme Comedy Club yeah. up in Minneapolis. So, like, people just call that Acme. Skyline is yeah. Skyline. Like, Summit City. Um, I think it's because, like, you have to say it's a comedy yeah. club, but, like, yeah, I mean, like, Comedy on State is a good one. I or just like, don't like the the laugh, the chuckle, yeah. the the funny, any in that. Yeah, like, and, I mean, it's, like, the funny bones are always, like, and then there's, like, um, God, what's the one that I've done a couple times or once? Um, whatever, it doesn't matter. But, like, yeah, so, like, whatever. They would have, like, a Wednesday uh open mic where mm-hmm. if you just like show up or you call ahead you used to have to bring five people um just so like they could make money and then like you just start going and like i never brought five people and you yeah. just be like why don't you ever bring anybody it's like all of my friends are comics that's why like i don't i brought you 15 they're all on the list <laughs> <laughs> yeah like these are all of my friends um and like it would be like a comedy competition to get like new people like suckered into like coming back and bringing people mm-hmm. and it's like a smart way to like drum up business it is, yeah. but it's also like a good like it's that good middle ground of like comedy on state it's too shiny it's too clean the crowd's already fired up ready to go like it's a wednesday and it's sold out sold out yeah like packed like People were, like, I couldn't go watch the show. Me, last time I was there, me and Corey had to sit in the bar. Like, that's where there was room. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but then you have people who are, like, brand new going up. And, like, the crowd's, like, so forgiving. Oh, so forgiving. Like, the and it's, like, a good spot for clips. It's a good spot to do. Com- it's like a good background. And if you're, it's a famous background. That's, yeah. like, the last time yeah. I was up there, I did a joke I had already put clips out, of, a clip yeah. out of. I deleted the last one, put this one up. It, there's that. a legitimacy to a background for yes. sure. Because I could do the same joke here mm-hmm. to a hundred people and laugh. But having that background behind you, people who see it on the internet go, oh, he's supposed to be there. Not yes. like he just got lucky. Red Room Comedy Club in Chicago. That's I was hunting for places for cool Instagram pictures. If mm-hmm. I saw a buddy of mine doing like an open mic and got like a picture up there, I'd be like, "Oh, that's a cool spot." Yeah. Like it's like and that's a that's a fun little room when there's people in it, but it's also like it looks cooler online than it is in person, which is a lot of places like that's don't look- so many places. <laughs> the perception you have, like if you look you ever look at like uh, you Google a restaurant mm-hmm. and you're like, I wonder what this place, oh, this looks fun. You get yeah. there and I'm like, this is not even nope. close. That's also like uh, retail or uh, real estate photography. Yes. Those people are phenomenal at like their job. Like staging and shit. Oh my yeah. God. How many apartments have you toured? I'm like, dude, this place looks huge. You get there and it's like, this is a shoebox. The place that I'm living. Like we did, <laughs> we fucking, 
We couldn't, like, it was COVID, and we lived eight hours away, so it's like, I'm not going to come up to fucking Waukesha, Wisconsin, and, oh, like, yeah. look around apartments. So the dude, like, walk. it's a one-bedroom. He's, like, we knew it's a one-bedroom. We knew the square footage. Like, we, like... Whatever it says on paper is one thing, but like somebody walking around with like their phone and mm-hmm. like doing it a certain way, you're like, oh, that looks bigger than it is. And then you go and move in and you're like, I have no room for any of my shit. And square footage is a tricky bitch too because yeah. it's like, all right, 1,200 square feet. Where are those square feet though? Yeah. Because like half of it is storage closets yes. that got my water heater and my laundry machine and all that. No, it's. Have you ever had um so we toured this place where we live like right here right now? Yeah. And you wanna give out the address? Yeah. One zero 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 go fuck yourself. Um I mean there's a thousand apartments in here. You can give away the building. There's actually not that many apartments in here. Um, I mean there's a bunch of floors. Yeah. Um it wouldn't be that hard to figure this one out. Um Sorry. No one come visit me, please. <laughs> um but so we toured this place, and this was the staged one. So they okay. already had stuff in here, which is, by the way, if you're going to tour like a property manager, have some apartments staged. You're going to sell it way easier mm-hmm. because you see potential already. So I'm like, oh, this is great. We could do this here, this here. Just a blank space. You're like, what is it? It's got to, yeah, you got you to be wowed by it. So this is the stage one, and they had it staged where there was like so much space in here. Yeah. It looks so nice. And I remember... When we moved in, they had cleared everything out, and we walked in, and I was like, this is half the size of what I fucking remember. But then when you put shit in it, a lot of places- It weirdly once you, gets bigger. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's like a perception. Because, I mean, this isn't small. Like, our apartment, yes, it's small, but, like, when we actually, like, put shit in it, it was like, oh, like, this is livable. Oh, yeah. Like, you just think, like, a couch is bigger than it is. You get used to it, because this couch is unnecessarily big for this apartment, right. but- now it works for me like we had this tiny little like love seat here and my roommate sold it drove down to illinois got this it was a fucking disaster trying to get this couch i'll save the 20 minute story but we get it in here at like one o'clock in the morning and we put it together on like a wednesday and we're like dude it's too fucking big yeah and so we could remove one of those things we put in the closet i'm like now it's too small and you gave it three days, like, oh, this fits just right. Well, that's in my first apartment in college. Like, going from the dorms and then, like, going to, like, a shitty apartment, whatever. But, like, the first, like, this is where I'm going to live as oh, an yeah. adult for a little bit. We went, the girl that I was dating at the time, she didn't want to spend, like, six, $700 on a couch, which is cheap for a couch. Yeah. Oh, that's, like, a decent couch. So, she's like, I have one in my mom's basement oh, that has been are- there. And we lived two hours away. Yeah. So I had to like rent a fu- like we drove back to Toledo, rented a U-Haul truck to like drive back to Kent and fucking like go down in this basement. It's covered in fucking like spiders and shit because like nobody cleaned it up. Like we tore half of it, taking it up the stairs and packing it into this U-Haul. The U-Haul itself costs like three hundred dollars. Say between U-Haul time and gas, you might yeah. as well just bought a brand new couch. That yeah, infested with shit, and not had to do that. And like then she was pissed that we had a ripped couch, and I was like, "You're pissed. I had to t- like I had to do this all fucking day." Sometimes going cheap is actually more expensive. Yes, Be- like especially like clothes. Sometimes mm-hmm. cheap stuff. Like all right, I'm gonna burn through because I'm gonna work out in it. But then you're buying it over mm-hmm. and over. And, like, just get a nice one. You got to buy it less and less. Or just, like, that mid-range. Like, an yes. old Navy. Like, 
I bought a pair of fucking old navy jeans, and they've lasted me. I wear them like every day, and they last me so long. When's the last time you personally bought underwear? Ooh, you know, I was thinking about that because I would because I wear sheath underwear. Use the promo code. I don't know if you have one, <laughs> um, but, but like we'll get one. I fell for it uh, on pot, and it's the best underwear. Like I like I don't get paid by them, um, but they're like thirty five bucks a pair, and it's like. Yeah, like it's after shipping, maybe. I don't know, maybe 22, like 25, For 30. one pair of underwear? And they're worth, they're completely worth it. I have like seven pairs, and then like that's when I know it's time to do laundry is when I'm out of my sheath underwear. Are they like compression underwear? Or yeah, are they like, I got them on right now. I'm fucking, like they're tight. Drop your pants. Drop they got like pants. fucking, they got like the ball pocket, so you can like separate But they're like it. compression shorts, mm-hmm. but like not too tight. Yeah. Because I'm a brief guy, but I don't like them all the way down here. I wear compression shorts all day at the gym. These ones go like to like here. Okay. So, and then I have ones that are like longer that I like wearing to the gym because it like... Like, if I'm squatting down or whatever, like, you don't need to see I my entire I can't wear regular underwear to the gym. Yeah. I have to have compression shorts. It's just, like, it's, like, a mental thing. Now. When I also, like, I when I played rugby, you wear, comp- like, you don't wear underwear. You just wear compression shorts under your shorts. Oh, yeah. Because you're, like, grabbing all the time, and you'll get, like, you'll get underwear, like, ripped off of you and shit. So, like, I was always comfortable in those, but, like, your your junk's just, like, flopping around in there, too. But like, you it's ever got the played ball sports, pocket. like, football, basketball, soccer, anything? Like, you're just so used to wearing compression shorts. Yeah. It's, like, second nature. Like, that's but what I wear. But they're lighter. Under. Like, it's yeah. not, like, that thick, like... Thick. Where, I like, don't like the caught super your fucking thick ones. hair. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, uh, it's been a while since I bought because another pair. I don't remember the last time I bought underwear. I either get it for Christmas, for a birthday, yeah. or like I've just had this underwear for forever. Yeah. And it's like two pairs are Hanes, another two pair are Hanes, but a different style, mm-hmm. but also briefs. And then there's like few calvin kleins but like calvin kleins you think are fancy these are not fancy i'm like i don't know where i got any With of the these. thick justin bieber fucking calvin Klein Hell waistband. No, no i think i'm wearing one right now no these are the the low-end hanes ones mm. but you broke bitch <laughs> yeah i just i've never i don't remember the last time i bought underwear and it's like and it, it's one of those like old tropes of like and I tried to make a joke of it like it just, everything it else. just appears I've always had it well but that like I've got underwear older than you like mm-hmm. I've got like pairs of underwear that I've like they don't have holes in them so they're just still in my like just in case they're just, just in you, my drawer oh my I have so many I've that I haven't in, worn since I've like I'll move and I'll be like why the fuck do I have these and I'll be like well just in case like I have like just in case socks yeah I have these socks I wear these for everything just Nike dry fit socks everything can't wear high top except it's a lacrosse thing i got into it playing lacrosse you would i'm you know one of those guys it's okay uh, it's okay you've um, grown out of it i've, I've accepted it you, I don't love have, lacrosse. you don't have a stick in your living room which is no which it's is, in my room though that's fine <laughs> that's perfectly fine but like you know those lacrosse dudes that haven't it's the They're same thing hanging with, up in their living room you as haven't like, like a trophy yeah like i i didn't play like we won state championship when i was in high school i was pretty good i was going to play on the college team but like whatever got fat and, and out of shape and whatever um partying's way more fun than running and uh mm-hmm. but like i didn't have a rugby ball in my like living room like those dudes that like have like the lacrosse stick and they would just like fucking hang around just like in their living room it's always it's, like, the a- kids that like shouldn't have it hanging up like the guys yes. that do have it hanging up definitely shouldn't the ones that 
should have it hanging up. It's like tucked away in a bag. Rode like, the bench. Like yeah. that's the guy who like the fucking guys who were their guy. Made damn- Maryland, but like never played a single second. But like they also have like fucking like their varsity jacket on too when it's oh, winter yeah. and you're just like, bro. I have mine because I used to, I enjoyed coaching. Yeah. It was really fun. And like I love the sport. The sport itself yeah. is so fun. And some of the culture is actually fun too. Yeah. The the uh, culture part of that sucks. I hate that. It is but what it is. It is what it is. You're gonna go through it playing, especially at a young age. You're oh, like, for sure. I'm cool. Like it's a it's a very cool, flashy sport. Is what it really Dude, is. It's like it is almost like comedy, where you go through that like. I'm a comedian now. Yeah, and then yeah. you're just like six months later, you're like, what a fucking nard. Yeah. I and it's the same thing with me. lacrosse. You're like, hey, bro, relax. Yeah. It's like, calm down. <laughs> relax, bro. You know that fucking the Native Americans, like, this is what they did instead of war, right? Like, <laughs> we're one of them now. Like, Jim Brown, the best football player, he was an okay lacrosse player. That's how much of a sport it is. We're, we're warriors now. <laughs> I'm battle tested. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of rugby, though, when you said you don't have a rugby ball, I had a rugby ball. Never played a – is it a down, minute, second? A ru- sure. This is how much I've never There's played no rugby. There's no downs, but yeah. Um, I've never played, you know, a second of rugby in my life. It's so fun. But I went to Epcot as a kid. Of course. And I saw this rugby ball, and I thought it was so cool, and I had to have it. So yeah. I had my parents buy me a rugby ball. It was it's a sweet ball. I don't. I think I told my parents they could never throw it away. It's like, a it cool. Like, so, that's it's the a really cool ball. thing. Yeah. And I just had a rugby ball for mm-hmm. no fucking reason. I didn't know how to throw it, how to kick it, anything. I just like I have a rugby ball, and I put it in my room. We yeah we would uh, like me and my one buddy were on the rugby team, and like another one was like. On and off, because it was like a club. It you want to like, break your sobriety? No, <laughs> um, it was it. It was like a. It was like Figured a club, not like a real, uh, not a real like like school team or whatever. Yeah, like we kept it to the people who were in our school, but like whatever. And uh, so, like, we went down to like Florida our senior year for like our senior our trip or whatever. Team was yeah, and so like. Uh, but, like, we just took a rugby ball because we're like, oh, it'll be like throwing a football around. And it's so boring just to, like, throw. Like, a lacrosse ball is fun to throw. Football, football baseball, yeah. soccer. Ball. I think every sport besides rugby Except might be rugby. fun to just play, have a catch. And you, like, look cool for, like, five seconds, and then you're just, like, bored. And then when you try to play, like, one-on-one rugby, and you're like, this is fucking stupid. Like, we look like we're running drills on the beach. Like, we look like big fucking losers. Like, it's – but – the game and the game is so boring to watch it's too if you many don't know what's going on. Passes is what it is. But it's once you like if you know the rules and when you play it, it is the most fun game. I believe it because it like it's like football, but there's no stopping. It's like soccer, but there's tackling. It's like every other sport. Like it's the best part of every other sport. It's it scared me because I remember the rugby guys would practice on the field when we practiced lacrosse in yeah. college. And I was like, these guys are fucking monsters. Like, they would eat every one of us. Even the guy that was, like, 4-2 that they just used as a stepping stool. Yeah. It was built like a tank. And that fucking... But, like, so uh, Bowling Green State University uh, was 20 minutes down the road from our high school team. And, like, a couple of our coaches used to play for BG. And, like, back then... I don't know now because, whatever, I'm 32 and don't keep are track. Are really? Yeah. Um, don't keep track of college rugby because, like, whatever. But, like, they were in, like, the top 10, 20 programs in the country just randomly. Um, 
and like they would go to like South Africa and play like their national team and shit. So like they How'd would that go pretty decently. Like really, like they would tell stories of like they would be like, we hate playing American people because they hit so much harder. Because like we're growing up on football. And like We're rugby tackling is so different. Yeah. Like football, like every yard matters. Where like rugby, like you'll give up a meter just to like get a good clean tackle and to try to get the ball. Mm-hmm. Like whatever. Like it matters way it's less. Like every game is like a game of inches. In right. The US, where yeah. where rugby's not that much. So like they tackle. Like they'll more like grab you and pull you down instead of like hit you. Yeah. So they hate it. So like they would always like be more like tentative to like do that but like from like we won a state championship we were a good high school team we played the seaside of bowling green and when i tell you that i have not even been near somebody that i couldn't touch before like they were so fast like and it what they would do is they would poach football players off of the team and be like hey you're never gonna play would you rather come but over you're here also- Six four, three hundred pounds, made out more. of pure muscle. Exactly. You can run a fucking four two, but like your knee was shattered. You're never gonna play again. And you're dumb as rocks. Yeah. just go forward, please. Yep. Just here's the ball and go. Run over Christ, the seventeen year old. <laughs> like, some sports, like I don't like how soft we got with a lot of sports. I think we've done some good things with concussion protocol. Yeah. And stuff like that. But there are some times I'm like, how the fuck do we let children do any of this? Well, I mean, but like rugby, because you are supposed to like let the momentum go towards you and, and like then roll. Fall, yeah. Because like that's the best tackle is if you roll it and it's facing your side, then you have access to the ball versus mm-hmm. if you hit them and it's facing their side, they have access to it. So it's almost better to let them kind of go over you. So you're not like... I got one concussion playing rugby, and it was in practice, and it was because the kid didn't know where to put his head on a thing. Like, it was just, like, completely on accident. Yeah, so, like, and I mean, yeah, I got fucked up. Like, I, like, hurt my shoulder, hurt my ankle, like, all that stuff, but, like, that happens in regular sports. Yeah. And you look super cool, like, when you're just, like, out there, and, like, you can wear t-shirts that, like, say no pads, all balls. pads, that's, that always helps, like, like, because I know what it feels like to get hit with pads and tackle with pads, someone who's three times the size of me and you're like i think my ribs are in my nutsack right now i couldn't imagine it was a cool equalizer though because like there are dudes that like because i like i grew up in ohio like you play football like that's what you do from like fucking fifth grade and like maybe even a little bit before that and then they're just like all right here's rugby like this is what men play and you're like yeah whatever and like there are dudes that like i was terrified of on the football field that like we would do, like, uh, whatever you call it, where, like, the one, like, there's one person in the middle, everybody runs, that one person has to tackle somebody, oh. then, like, it's two people against everybody. Like, that, whatever that is. That game? As yeah. a kid? Well, we would do that same thing in rugby, and, uh, like, there were, like, dudes who, like, on the football team, I would never even go near. Like, one dude, like, knocked me the fuck out before, and then, like, I was on the rugby pitch, which is the field, I was like, all right. Let's try this. And I fucking truck stick this dude because he doesn't have pads or a helmet yeah. to hide behind. So, like, like it's just, like, way less. Everyone's like you, a little tentative. Everybody's a little tentative unless you, like, know you can take that hit. And it's yeah. like, I've taken this hit a thousand times. I don't know if this dude has. And it's just, like, it's, like, you don't want to be, like, it's more manly. But it's, like, it's way more yeah. manly. It's so cool. I used to argue, not really argue, but at times I would think lacrosse depending on the team you played 
was more physical of a game for me because I played defensive. Back. Yeah, you're getting like I'm not. Fucking... I'm not talking offensive, defensive lineman. Yeah, um, stuff like that. But it was more physical than football games sometimes because like, all right, you would tackle as like a defensive back. You get like you be in like four to eight tackles a yeah. game kind of thing. I played offense in uh, lacrosse, and you're getting smacked around. Mm-hmm. Someone's aluminum pole is getting whipped at you. I mean, imagine someone just beating the shit out of you for four quarters. That or if you get sucks. one of those assholes who puts, like, sand in it or whatever. Oh, my! Um, one of my best friends growing up, Joel, he still plays across this day. He, crazy mm-hmm. motherfucker, he got a wooden pole. Like, they allowed wooden poles. And that thing hurt like yeah. a bitch. He went down my shit, took like layers off my skin. He played a game where he literally had to stop and goes, guys, I can't play. I made a spear. It just broke in half and could have killed someone with yeah. the stick. And he, I think he plays with it still a little bit. But when he switched back to an aluminum pole, which is a quarter of the weight, mm-hmm. he's whipping that thing at speeds no one's seen before. And... You would take people out of the thing. I got hit just underneath my elbow pad mm-hmm. once by the plastic head, and it still hit my pad, and I lost all feeling in my left arm. Yeah. Still scored on the play. Let me add that right now. I mean, great. Kind of a big but deal. But I was like, I went to throw, and every time I threw, my arm gave out. Took They chipped my bone. They oh. literally took bone off me. I was like, Damn. Jesus Christ. I got stabbed in the neck with it, and you're like, I can't swallow. What up? I forgot you're coming home. Special guest. Special. He walked in on the last one, too, but this time I gave him a heads up. Is it more embarrassing or less embarrassing than if he were to, like, walk in on you, like, with your girl here? Um, I think it's about equal. No, nah, I'm really not. Well, not for you. You're he, the one walking in on it. He's seen this so many times. He's been on it. How many times have you been on this? Three, four, yeah. That I would think, I would say in the first four months of me doing this, if you walked in on me, I'd be like, I would shut down. Oh, I still, like, I make sure that, like, there's no chance that my girl, like, I've been dating my girlfriend for seven years. (laughs) And if she, like, walked in on me doing a podcast, I would, like, shut it down. There's something different about a solo one, though, because I've done a few solo ones and I've, they've popped up on my memories recently. And I've cringed so hard. Like I'm like, I might just go delete these episodes now. Like they're just But like we do stand up by yeah, ourselves. Exactly. And there's nobody up there. But it's almost like one of those like But that's prepared a little bit. Yes. This was like all off the cuff for forty five minutes. I'm like Ugh. I wanna vomit and I had oh, I kinda prepared. I'm like, I'm gonna talk about these things. I'm like, why? Well None that's even like good. but that's how I do mine. It's just like I like the whole basis behind mine is like, let's see if I can kill twenty five minutes to a half hour. Just like I might have something I want to talk about a little bit, but like, let's see if I can kill 25 minutes. Cause like if it's ever, if any point, like, especially now that I'm like starting to get like feature gigs or whatever, yeah. it's like, all right, you have your 20 to 25 minutes, but if like, for some reason the headliner doesn't show up or can you talk, can you just stretch? Oh, this has helped so much with me just being comfortable when things go awry yeah. or someone talks. I'm just, I have no problem just sitting there in silence waiting for something to end or, um, or silence like, period like especially yeah. that's like one of the biggest things in like not to take this too serious but like in stand-up is like it's like jazz it's the notes you don't play like it's sometimes it's like when you let it sit 
And I'll mm-hmm. do that like all the time. Like I, it happened on Tuesday. I did my first feature gig at Skyline. Shout out me. But like this chick, like woo woo, this chick fucking um like interrupted like the setup of a joke, and I'm just like and I just like sh- I just stopped. And like a lot of places, like most people are like afraid of like the silence. I just stopped talking. Yeah. And I was like, if you want to take over the show, you're more than welcome. And then she just like <laughs> like that made the point. It was yeah. like. This is like this is how it's gonna be if you keep chiming in. I'm it just gonna shows, stop. I think ultimately it just shows confidence in what you yeah. have prepared, and you know it's gonna in your head. He's like, oh, this is gonna work. So yeah. you're gonna have to listen to it. I'm or even gonna. it's it's just like a it's a way to assert control too. Like because that's what you're really doing. Like yes, your jokes are there and whatnot, but like you're if you know what you're doing, you're commanding the room. Like, you know what notes to hit. You know what parts are supposed to hit and whatever. But, like, if something doesn't hit in the right spot, you see a lot of people, like, uh, like and it happens all the time. They'll be like, oh, that usually gets a laugh there. Or, like, it'll get a pop in a random spot. And people will be like, well, that's not usually, like, this is just the setup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, wait till you hear the end. Like, it just kind of takes away from the rest of it. And it's just like, oh, you just have to, like, work through it. And then sometimes, like, the best thing to do is just shut the fuck up. Like, after I, if I bomb a joke, like, if a joke just, like, hits terribly, and, like, Maddie's is a good place to do it, too. Oh, yeah. Like, if it doesn't go well, I'll just, like, stop. And I'll just be like, you feel that? Like, I feel it, too. Let's start over. Like, it's just, like... I, like when that happens at something like Maddie's, that's when I ask you, should I quit my dreams? And it, I, I'm looking for a negative response, because yeah. it'll get people back on your side. Like, oh, we no one cares. Yeah, and it's just, and it's one of those, like... And especially on a fucking Tuesday in a, in the suburbs at a fucking rock club. Like, you're doing the best you can. And, like, if there's people there, it rules. Like, that'd be a good... It, if they can... I would like to... I wish I could have seen what the Valentine's show looked like because there's plenty of seating there. Mm-hmm. You could put on a decent show there. It's good. Like, when there's people there, like, even if you get a handful of ten... Like in there, it's, it's a, a good. It's a in general just a good layout for mm-hmm. a bar for entertaining mm-hmm. music, comedy, mm-hmm. whatever. The pool table's far enough in the back. There's seating where people can still be like antsy mm-hmm. and occupied. People who really want to listen can be up front, and the bar seems disconnected but connected at the same mm-hmm. time because the stage, that wall next to the stage, is just it comes a little farther out. It's not right there. And I'm glad that that Valentine's Day show did well because you could kind of see it after like a few weeks of nobody being there. Like the staff was a little squirrely. Mm-hmm. Like, the, like, like, why that, are we doing this? That happens at a lot of open mics where like at first it's like super fun and popular and then people see what open mic comedy is. And then like then you do like a showcase and like people show out for that. And then it's like this is like this is the difference between paid and free comedy. I remember... Your perception of comedy when you get into the world a little bit, even like I would say as Jake who, with me doing it, I think his version or what he thought of it has changed. Yeah. Um, that's my guess. But um, I remember when one of our buddies started doing a little bit of stand-up, a little bit of what would you call it, what Dauda does um, when he improbable, like when he started. I think it was a little more Dimitri Martin-like sketch. Yeah. Um, but when he started doing that, I remember you guys telling us there's this guy who does the same thing the last three weeks he was there. And I was like, well, you gotta do something different. I'm like, no, this, that, that guy working on 
the same bit probably over and over again. Now, again, looking back on it, that's probably all he had. Yeah. But you got to do things over and over. Well, that's even like when I, I don't know if I talked about it, but like that's when I first started going to comedy shows, like I started watching uh, the, the the host, like I went, I would go every week and mm-hmm. then he'd like did like the same five to seven minutes and I was like, this well, what the fun. fuck? Like this is stupid. And then I was like, oh, you have to work on an act. Like I'll never be able to do that. It's It's not meant for like recurrent customers open mics for sure aren't yeah god no and it's that's so funny have you heard this yet no just wait sit in the silence people can you change the song on it that is to let me know my washing machine's done (laughs) (laughs) How many times did you think it was going to end? Three? Well, too many. It's yeah. like a doorbell at a house that like nobody should be in. If they rang it six times, yeah. That's Our dryer, a, I think, does the same thing. That's one of my buddy's favorite jokes. Uh, one of my favorite jokes of his is he said he changed uh, his... Or the, yeah, that'd be great. No. The... Uh, welcome to the laundry podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, he's nothing like, will be edited out. Yeah, he, I am that lazy. No, that's this, perfect. This is all that's what in. you need. But like that, uh, he he's like the place that we moved in. Like the doorbell has the national anthem as like the doorbell ring, Jeez. which is like nice and patriotic. But like it sucks because I can never answer the door because I'm always kneeling. <laughs> and he's, like, <laughs> and he's like, I gotta prove that I'm like down for the cause or whatever. And it's just like what it like, and it's. It's one of those like yeah, that is wi- like wild that ple- people have that as their thing, but uh, that's that's great. I like that. But yeah, somebody like that's you know that somebody had to market research that they were like, hey, is this too long? And they're like, well, what if they don't hear the first half of it? And then it's like, well, but then should we like make it louder? And it's like, no, it needs to be the same song, but like back to back, just in case. Like we don't want them to like. We don't want people to aggressively be changing their laundry. We want them to be in a good mood. Yeah. <laughs> changing laundry is already hard enough. We need them to like <laughs> Like they they had to sit in a lab for like those for that tones. song. Yeah. It's crazy to think at one point something everything was someone's job at some yeah. point. Like that little noise was some like what is our Maytag dryer's noise going to be or I just the most basic shit and like how do you get those jobs like how do you get those jobs i think i, I would also, kill it in one of those jobs well i also i think we also think like that's their whole job is like you're making ringtones for the washing machine no they probably made the washing machine is like fuck it throw this one on there but nah they gotta decide so i worked for generac generators for a while and like there's a department for fucking everything like every decision has to be run up a chain for every like we helped make a fucking website, whatever, for, like, people applying to, like, be dealers. And it was like, hey, can we put this button on the other side? And they're like, well, let's run it through to see if it would be too confusing for, like, our consumer group to, like... And it was just like, what? It's going to take three weeks to see if we can move a button over, like, to the other side where it makes more sense. And, like, so it's almost... It's almost like they create those jobs just so people have jobs. Dummy proof everything. In reality, you leave that button there. It's like, they'll get used to it. 
Yeah. And give give them a week. They'll get used to it to the point where so used to it that if you moved to the other side, I'd be like, why the fuck is it over here? I got an email from my bank because uh, I have two banks. No big deal. Um, but the, I have like one so I can deposit cash from comedy shows. And then the other one's like all online. But like I use BMO Harris mm-hmm. and like they cha- like they had to send out an email saying that they were changing their website from bmoharris.com to bmo.com and they had to like send an email and then like tell you why and then like explain the rebranding and you're just like just i don't i have the fucking app i don't care everything's a liability as i mean because someone could sue them yeah especially since it's a bank and like the feds are involved in shit too but like there's also we'd like tailor too much shit to like the old people who don't want to relearn things my buddy put up he works at PetSmart and he's like hey do you have a rewards program and they're like no i can't get it because i don't have an email address and he's like well how do you not have an email address it's 20 like the email's been around for 20 plus years i think i have like 6 but anybody who's alive, even if you're 80, you were 60 when the fucking internet popped off. You probably have an email address. Yeah. You have to. Unless you were I retired. Gra- I wonder if my grandpa's got one. He's got... I guarantee you he's got I, one. I don't know. We had a... Does he have television? Yeah, but I think it's just always been on. <laughs> Like got it day one. And we just we we turned it on. Like he has a phone for sure, and I don't know if we had to set up an email for that. You probably did. Yeah. But I remember, like every Thanksgiving, we go through his voicemails for the year. Nice. We're like, hey, these are the calls you missed from March. He's like, should we get back to him? We go, they're probably dead if they're your friend. Like, yeah. Been- they haven't called again since March. Oh fuck. You're good. Um. Oh, the whole thing moves. All oh, right. yeah. So this, this is this, tricky. This is a very expensive um, table. Uh, my roommate and I, he finds furniture in fucking Illinois all the time. So we got this. I drove down with him is to get this. Is he from Illinois? No, or? he's from Mequon. And then he got this there. His parents found this for us. We went down, bought it. But before we lived together, I helped him go get this. And I'm like, why doesn't it like screw on? It wasn't until we moved in here. I'm like... Dude, there are like holes for us to screw this together so it doesn't move. And he's like, yeah, we should probably do that. We haven't. We've also been saying we should put stuff on the walls, and we haven't. It took us two months ago we put that up because I saw a screw hole in the cement already that we're like, let's just put it up there. And then for our Christmas party, we put Santa Claus right there, and now that's just going to stay there. Um, But the reason I say that is – so what a ha- great poster. Scott Calvin must become Santa. No ifs, ands, just one big butt. It's literally the best Christmas movie of all time. Uh, I think Elf, but no. I, think it's, I think it's closer than it should be. The nostalgic factor takes Elf over. I don't know. I've, here's the, but here's the thing. I've repeatedly watched Elf. I've maybe not seen the Santa Claus all the way through and forever i watch it every year i used to watch this in july as a kid i would my parents would be like there are two movies as a kid i'm a tim allen fan through I, like and tim through. Allen. I don't care what he's going through yeah i think he like what flashes penis at pam anderson or something like that I don't know. that was i mean he like he was like a big trump guy or something i think they he's republican he, he's openly conservative he's you know from what? detroit i'm all for like he owns who he is yeah. i like that yeah um home improvement fucking home ripped. improvement great toy story 
One, Story? two, three, four, four. We did. I don't know. Any. I don't think I saw four. Um, I don't maybe I don't think four. I think I saw three. But I used to watch that all year, and it's like my favorite, hands down. I will watch it every year. But this table, so I had that the yeah appendectomy. I you can't lift more than ten pounds for a while. So, like I said, this slides, and occasionally it gets like far back. Like I pushed it there, and I like, pushed it back, and it's on the edge. And I, I put my feet up too aggressively, and the whole thing fell down. Coffee everywhere, food everywhere. And my roommate Jake isn't home, and I'm like, well, that is going to stay here until he gets home. And he get home for like two days. I'm like, I call him like, are you going to be home tonight? He goes, can it wait till I'm home? I'm like, well, the coffee table is just going to be on the ground. Just, I couldn't take out just my a heads own trash. Up. Yeah. yeah. I was like, when you get home, you're going to have, you and your girlfriend are going to have to do this because. Usually I have to help. Like this thing is like 200 pounds. That's crazy. It's disgusting. That surgery sucked, but we're good now. How's your uh, head doing? It's okay. It's okay. I get to do fun like therapy shit now. That's fun. Oh, you're still doing some of that? Uh, well, I mean, I just like started actual therapy. Like mm. I was, <clears throat> I was gonna go to like a concussion doctor, but like it got good enough where I was just like, whatever, we can live with this. But like. It like really the biggest thing is it like because I got like diagnosed with ADHD like September of last year September October somewhere in there and like I didn't ever really know so like I finally like got on like meds for it I was like getting like organized and like shit was like I actually like can like keep a string together and then like I get into a fucking it accident pretty organized I guess September last year it's. Like, you can, so that's one of the big things is, like, why I never got, like, why I never really noticed it is, like, you can, like, hide in, like, organizational things. Like, as long as you know, um, like, if, like, school. That might be the medical company trying to get me to pay medical bills right now. Don't do it. Um <laughs> <laughs> damn the man but no it's like if, if you like there's a certain specific kind where like you can like hide in like organize like school or like working at a corporate job or like working in certain jobs like it doesn't show up because like it's more like regimented where you have mm-hmm. to be here at certain times it was like once i left my corporate gig and like started like i work at a coffee shop and like there's no like organization and then like i'm trying to like do my like comedy shit and it's just like oh now this is like all on me i don't know how to like get it going so then like that's when it like started noticing it and but basically like as soon as i got in the accident like just with like the head trauma of it like it just like threw everything off because like my like symptoms have been like way worse recently just because like your fucking ba- your brain's broken. Yeah. And it's like healing back up. So it's just like slowly like putting it back together. And that's like the like so I just like started doing like actual therapy because I was like I want to be like ready if something like this happens again where it's not just like everything's fucked, everything's terrible. Like how, what are we doing? And then just like it stops and it's Do you back. think it takes stuff off the brain, off the mind so it allows you to be less cluttered, you got less to focus on? So you're not focused everywhere for what, like what therapy? Um, I actually, it's one of those things where, and I talked about it on my podcast today, comedy mushroom cult podcast. Uh, that's the second plug. Uh, we'll put the links to it. I don't, you should, I don't let anybody listen to that. Uh, I'm going to put it. That's fine. Go for it. But, um, (laughs) 
it's that's the, fine put it on the front page <laughs> yeah it's the worst podcast ever but like uh and i'm proud of it but kind of like it's one of those things where there's so many like things that just like whatever you've gone through like no matter like if you had the best childhood you still like hated your parents at some some reason like everybody's fucked up at some point so like however you like go through like or if you're too sheltered and like you had too good of a childhood when you get to like the real world you don't know what's going on like everybody's got their thing so like whatever like to use the the word trigger but like whatever triggers it like it's just better to like know like what it is that like that's what i've liked about it so far is she'll just be like well do you think it's like this that actually triggered this and that's what caused you to do this and you're just like oh shit like yeah that makes sense like i wasn't actually mad about that thing it's just that reminded me of like this time and then like i felt like i didn't handle it right so i'm gonna like over handle it this time and it just like throws everything through a loop where, like, that's kind of, like, the accident took me off of my, like, my routine. And so I was like, well, the last time I didn't have a routine, it was, like, a big clusterfuck. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, oh, now I have to, like, over-fucking-do it. But we're like, now it's just kind of like, oh, I see what's going on. Like, all right, let's just, like, take a beat. It's the same thing of being quiet on stage. Like, yeah. Let's take a beat. Let's reset. Let's fucking stop. And, like, now I know, like, what I'm kind of looking for. But it's a, it's been, like, two or three weeks, so it's not, like... I'm, like, in in on it, but it's just, like, one of those, like, hey, maybe start paying attention to, like, X, Y, and Z, and then you're just, like, oh, yeah, shit. Makes you more aware of things. Yeah, yeah. and it's not even, like, it's, and I'll, like, fixate on things sometimes, but, like, it's not even, like, a fixation. It's, like, uh, and that's even, like, a cool thing of, like, it's been, I talked to my therapist about it on Wednesday, like, multiple personality disorder, because, mm-hmm. like, her big thing is, like, everybody's got, like, different people inside of them. Like, you've got, like comedy you've got at home you've got at work absolutely like you've got that i hate when people are like you need to be the same person everywhere no no absolutely not and so but it's like and like when i was like and i had somebody the one time be like i never know which ray's gonna show up just because like i could like whatever yeah and so like that kind of sticks in your head a little bit that like oh maybe i have like different things going on and so you're just like so like do you think i might have like multiple personality just and she's like no <laughs> just yeah. like just flatly Dude, the brain's like, powerful i can talk myself into yeah. anything and it's, it's just crazy. nice to have like a person who's like not attached to the situation to be like hey maybe you're being just a, maybe you're just being a dickhead and you're like okay yeah, sometimes you just need someone else to tell you no you're not that and you're like oh good it's that peace of mind which and it's is not phenomenal. even like but like even just, like, people you know. Like, we're not, like, tight-tight. Like, no. we're cool. But, like, if I were to bring something up to you, you still have that, like, well, do I give this detail? Do I give that detail? Like I this, don't know where yes, I belong. That well, lady's, like, in, she lives in my computer, yeah. like, in a room somewhere. And, like, she just, like, gives me answers. And yeah. it's just, like, a nice, like, she doesn't get, like, when she's done, she's probably got a thousand other people she deals with. Like, she knows what, like, she even said something to me. She's, like, this is the treatment plan and, like... We talked over it together, and, like, you said that you like doing Like, this is what you would like to do, and we're going to do some of the things we don't like to do because we're adults and we want to get better. And I was like, yeah, that's not kind of how you talk to a 32-year-old man, but it's also, like, you're kinda not wrong. You, kind of how you need to talk <laughs> yeah. to any human being. Yeah, I was like... But it was just like one of those like, hey, lady, I'm the one paying you, but also fuck you. It worked. Like, no, you're I'm paying, like, doing my shit. That's, like, almost like a personal trainer. Like, I'm yeah. paying you... But to make me better? Yes. 
but you don't realize what you're paying for is me to just like push yeah. you. Yeah. I'm going to push you. People need to hear it in general. You need to do things you don't want to fucking do. Sometimes. And that's Sometimes. Even, and that's yes. even like what I told her because she was like, how are things going? And I was like, I'm just like the busiest I've ever been. And she's like, are you actually busy? And I was like, well, what do you mean by that? And she's like, are you busier or does it seem like you're more busy because like you have some shit piling up again that you don't want to do and you're doing the things that you want to do instead of the things you need to do? I was like, fuck you, man. Like, yeah, when you that make it that simple. It's said so well, which is where I have like, I've said so many times where I have issues with people telling me they have anxiety or depression. Mm-hmm. Because I know people who have both legitimate mm-hmm. cases. And then there are people like, I'm just an anxious person. I have anxiety. I'm like, no, Becca. You don't do anything. You're fucking lazy. Right. You're not depressed. You're not anxious. You're lazy. You're not doing anything you want to do. Um, don't work out. You don't eat well. You don't push yourself. Like, you're and not even if they any do of those, have anxiety, you're just, you're they're not, not motivated. It. You're not motivated. Yeah. And that's, well, that was like my big thing. You can be is. anxious without anxiety. Yes. And that's like, so like, and that was my big thing of like, when I found out I have ADHD or like when I was like, I need to look into this, it would be like, cause I've got like anxiety, like legit, whatever. I'm not qualifying it to you, but like, don't need to, no, no, no. But, but yeah. it was like, it's caused because like, I would be like, I have all the shit I have to do. Yeah. And then I would like sit down it would be like three things. It's just three things I didn't want to do. Yeah. And then, like, it would take me 15 minutes, and then I'd be perfectly fine it's for the day. It's crazy how quickly you can do things, you know, like, even simple, like, I don't want to send this email. Like, yeah. it's going to take me a while to send it. It's like three seconds, you're done. Like, yeah. oh, shit. I, I don't want to make this phone call. Yeah. They, they're not going to answer anyways. Like, you're yeah. going to leave a voicemail, and it's going to be done. Like, it's like, and it's shit like that. And it's like, excuse me. And that's when I was like, oh, like, it's, but it's also like some of it of like, I'll forget to do something or like, like the ADHD yeah. part of it. It was like, I have like these on busy days. Like today I got like a bunch of shit done where it was like, I have knew I had to work out, do laundry, do this. Um, I had to deposit a check on my phone. Like I don't even have to leave the house. I just yeah. have to deposit a check on my phone. It seems like a lot, but it, you could do it from your bed. And it, all three of those things I could, like I did yoga. I went to the gym, got home. I walked the dog. I went and got coffee I fucking did the check thing in five seconds. I took up my insurance. Like, it's just like you build these things and it's like, once you like, instead of just like, I'm just going to knock it out in a row, like focus on the one thing and go to the next thing. It's like, I have 20 things and you're just like, well, I can do three of those in the same time. I feel that. Do you think it's cause, and this, because you view tasks as the steps of the task, like walking the dog is Get the dog, yes. get the collar, put the collar on, put the leash on, mm-hmm. put your clothes on, go for a walk, put put your shoes on, go for a walk. Come back. Come back. Do all the Wipe opposite. the dog off, take it all off. Then, then like That seems like a lot more than just go for a walk. Well, that, You're viewing it as 12 steps rather than right. one step. The check is find the check, sign the check, take a picture of the check, deposit the check. The insurance thing. I have to remember my insurance login. I have to fucking get in there. I have to go get my miles. You have to look up the login. Yeah, yeah, like you have to do all this shit and you're just like, it took me 45 seconds and I had done it before and it's like, I knew it would take me 45 seconds Mm -hmm. and that's even what she said. She's, She's like, that's the same thing you're going through now with like your ADHD and like coming back from the accident and all that shit. It's like, 
it was hard the first time, but like once it was done, you're like, cool, like it's done. And now like things are in order. And now you're just like remembering how hard it was the first time and you just don't want to do it. Yeah. And it's like, you just have to. And you're like, well, yeah, but also I just don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> so like that's the, and it's, and it's the same thing with like fucking like working out. Like now I'm like, I fucking started lifting again. Like I was doing yoga for the longest mm-hmm. just because it was like, I can do it at home. I can do it in 15, 20, 30 factor, minutes. Like yeah. it's there. But then I hit like a plateau of it. And I was like, whatever, I'll just be like the same, like, fine, whatever. I like doing it. It's relaxing. I hate going to the gym. I don't want to fucking do it. And then like, now I'm like in the routine of it. And it's like, this is just how I burn off stress now. Like I have to go after work or I have to go on like my off day. If it's been two days, I can feel the itch. It's like, this is the thing that fucking works. It's, I talked to Avery about this. Like both of us, like if I don't work out, I'm a terrible human being. I feel disgusting. And then all of a sudden, I, when I then I feel lazy, so mm-hmm. then I feel even worse. And then I don't have like you need to. Some of us just need to exert some just fucking. That yeah, that's the best way to describe it. That's it. And then it's like even um just like so I was in Ar- so I didn't work out like I worked out Thursday night. I was in Arkansas Friday Saturday drove back Sunday so I didn't want to work out and that was the Super Bowl. Ate like shit all weekend, and like. And it, you know, like physically, you know that your body doesn't change over three, four days, like enough to like notice it. Like, yes, yeah. it does. But like, you know what I mean? Like where you, you like might be a little like, bloated. bloated. Yeah, yeah, right. It's not going to be like I just gained 10 pounds. But like you look in the mirror and you're like, God, I feel like shit. I haven't worked out. Your face is a little swollen. Right. Then Drink you go fucking you work like you work out for five minutes and you like just start feeling like that pump in your muscles mm-hmm. again. And you're like, oh, it's still there. And then exactly. like you like and you know that one workout doesn't really do anything that that second but like as soon as you get home that same fucking mirror that you look in you're like fuck yeah i still got it like and it's just again the brain yeah, is fucking it's crazy wild. and like i weigh myself once a month and it'll be like that like that day i'll like wake up and i'll be like i'm a fat piece of shit mm. like i didn't do enough and then i'll then like you're down two pounds down like two three pounds and you're like oh i must have done like something and it's yeah. just like that stupid number that's a, i Tell people as a channel time, like, stop weighing yourself all the time. Yeah. Okay. First, the first and for like, most important question you need to answer is, do you feel better? Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, then shut the fuck up. And then weigh yourself either every Monday or once a month. Mm-hmm. If you do it every day, you're going to hate it because your body is going to do this for the rest of your fucking life. Well, that's, I and did, then if uh, you get into the habit of weighing yourself every day and then stuff starts happening to you, car accident, mm-hmm. appendectomy, and then all of a sudden it's just the negative side. I did uh, Noom. Like, that's how I dropped like most of my weight because I was like to the highest I remember weighing myself, and I know it was higher, was 285. was like January 1st of 2020. And like I... Looked, I got pulled over on my way up to Skyline on Tuesday, so I had to pull my license out. And the weight that I lied saying I weighed was two seventy five. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, and that was like the weight that I was just like, we're gonna say two seventy five because I'll yeah. be there eventually. Exactly. And it was like, and that's what I was lying about. And so it was like, so I did Noom, and like they they have you weigh yourself every single day, so you can like see it going. Mm-hmm. But they like. They explain that like it's going to go up and down, yeah. And if you skip out, and it like it basically trains you to have an eating disorder more than anything, but like it worked and like whatever. Sometimes but, shaming works, but then it just like stopped. You know, like you hit that plateau of yeah. it, and then it's just like a calorie. Most people counter. don't know how to handle a plateau. 
And it's just like, all right, now I need to, sh- I need to change it up. I'm going to stop like paying attention. Like I know like the best thing that they do is they like teach you like simple, again, like therapy, like simple shit. Hey, just because you're at a Mexican restaurant, you don't have to eat all of the chips in front of you. Like have some, That's not all tough. of them. Yeah. Right. But it's tough. And they're yeah. just like, or like, Hey, just like if you get a plate of food, like section off like half of it, take the other half home. You're probably not going to eat that other half at another point. But, like, the first half is more than enough food. Oh, yeah, our portion sizes are way too big. So, like, stupid shit like that. So, like, you have those tools, but then it was like, oh, but I can still have, like, I don't know. I eat, like, I don't, just my body, I don't eat that much during the day. So, like, if I, like, smash dinner and then have a snack at night, like, whatever. It's going to be fine on the back end. I mean, obviously, like, whatever the biometrics are, are. But, like, it's, like, one of those, like, if you do enough work to, like, counterbalance it, like, it's fine. Like, you don't need to be, like, on every fucking, yeah. Life is balanced is what it is. It's balance. We should wrap this up because we're over an hour already. Um, What do you think Rihanna's going to name her second kid? What's the name of the first one? I don't know. Do you think either one of them is going to be an ASAP? I think the second one is because she was pregnant pretty fucking quick. Shut the <laughs> How long have you been sitting on that? I have not. That's a that's an internet joke. That's gotta be. That's a good tweet. I'm kicked off of Twitter and I'm mad about it. Um, you can have it. I don't. I literally that just came to yeah. my head. But well, the first one was a woman, right, or a girl, right? I was have no boy? clue. That's I saw the thing. pictures of like that they like put out. Here's the problem with it being so quick is they put out pictures on like GQ or something and she was like looking like she wasn't pregnant, yeah. which fine, be pregnant. Like all women are beautiful, but she was like looking like top tier Rihanna again in those pictures. And then like the Super Bowl, she's like pregnant again. So like they sat on those pictures for how long to release it? Probably t- until the Super Bowl. Oh, absolutely. So then it looks completely different. So then like that kid's a different age now too. I just don't know the name of the first one. I don't know if they're a weird name person. I hope. I hope not. Rihanna doesn't seem like a... Because mm. she's from like Barbados or something, right? Oh, it's going to be different. I can't... If <clears throat> Barbados, you can't say weird. It's going to be different. I would say like like Jimmy. Like I bet you it's going to be something like stupid boring. Or they won't release just it. Just white as fuck. Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Like, Jeremy. Like, What's Rihanna's last name or ASAP? Fenty. Ra- Fenty? Yeah, it's the name of her brand. That's the reason why I know that. That's her actual last name? I believe so. I don't know if What's Rihanna's her What's ASAP's real last name? What's his first name? It's not Rocky. It's not ASAP Rocky. I don't know. That's I, what. No shit, it's not ASAP Rocky. ASAP <laughs> Rocky Williams. Like, but, not, like, I know we're wrapping up, but, like, yeah, stage names, that's what's wonky about stage names. Yeah. It's like my buddy Jay Hunter. Uh, he's That's not his real name. And, like, I've only ever known him as Jay Hunter, and we were playing basketball once, and he had, like, a heart thing. So, like, he went to the hospital, and I had to, like, bring some of his shit there. And I was, like, at the front desk. I was, like, hey, my buddy Jay Hunter's here. Can I go see him? And they're, like, there's nobody of that name here. What's Jay Hunter's? Jay Hunter's not a, like, very different. What's his real name? McNeil is his real last name. But Jay McNeil? I think it's, I think that's his middle name. I forget the full name. I don't want to like dox him on here, but like I don't. It's not Jay. Like I think Jay's his middle name. It's like something Jay McNeil, and so like I saw him in Arkansas this past week, and it was the first time I'd seen him in a while. And I just dropped a okay, Mister McNeil, out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, he was like chatting up a girl or something, and he's just like, "Yo, we're in a real name right now," and I was <laughs> like, "You're the fuck who has a stage name." Exactly. Like, You'd be surprised how many. I mean, 
you wouldn't, but a lot of people would be surprised how many of their favorite celebrities, their names are not their names. Actors, oh. comedians, so like many. fucking local comedians don't even, it's not even their real name. Like, hey, let's talk about, I don't know. I just work too hard to not I have understand my name attached sometimes, to it. like, if you got, like, a really long, long last name, you're just like, all right, we're just doing a short one. Um, but the people who are like, my name's Caleb Johnson, but I go by Jim Bob McDermott, like, why? Well, and that's why my buddy Joe Briggs, very very funny. Um, it's one of those things where like you start it because like you want your like online thing not to like mess with like work or whatever. Yeah, and then like you get far enough in where like work knows about it and it's like separate and like most people are like more worried because like my yeah. internet thing was like Ray Thomas because that's my yeah. middle name. So like I didn't want like, but I still went up on stage as like Ray Roberts. I just didn't want like work and shit like that finding it. Um. But, like, you get so far in and you start, like, getting a name as, like, Joe Briggs. Yeah. And then as soon as people find out, like, what your real last name is, then it's just, like, you'll, like, leave. A, people are, like, well, what the fuck? And it's just, like, well, I didn't want work to find out. We're now, like, it's just, like, its own thing. It's weird. It The, it's, like, it's, it's just weird aesthetics is all it is. It's It's weird when it's, like, somebody who's been doing comedy for, like, a month and a half and they're, like, my stage name. And it's, like, you don't. Shut the, like you don't have a stage I not, name. I have not been a huge fan of the like. There have been a few people here that I've as hosts. I've I've been like, who the fuck is this guy? And then they're like, oh, it's me now. I go, what do you mean now? They're like, this is what I go by now. I'm like, you were something different two weeks ago, and then something completely different three months before that. Like, just stick with your fucking name. Like, that's not your name isn't the problem. Yeah, your name is not the fucking problem. You're spending too much time thinking about your fucking name. Yeah, and I mean. Everybody goes, that's like dumb young comedy shit that like I would love to shit on, but like I know specifically the benchmarks of where I did like, and I still do a bunch of cringy shit. Absolutely. But like I also have like material to back it up The now. The name thing will always, I don't care where I'm at. I, the, name, merch, fucking. And, but there, there's a difference between like, oh, my name's Michael Kuski. I go by Michael Ernst because that's yeah. my middle name. That's completely different than my name's Michael Kuski. Call me Michael Michael Motorcycle. Yeah. Like, that's. <laughs> Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah. That's way fucking. That's like the one that fucking works. Well, that's what. That was like a character that yeah. he would call into a radio station. Like, yeah. so he was, his name is like Dan something. Yeah. And like, so like he got popular from that radio thing. But like, that was one of my. I forget who it was. I always give it to Greg Giraldo. When they did like the roast and they're like, Larry the Cable Guy uh, is your best character. It's way better than Dan the Comedian. Because yeah. that was like his real name. Yeah. And it was just like, like, it's one of those like nice cutting, like, but that's one where like he tried to be like his own name and then he fell into a character. I'd rather and now he's like selling fall, out football stadiums. Yeah, he's fall into it. Don't, it's like giving yourself a nickname. Don't yeah. fucking do it. Yeah. No one likes you, like, hey, call me. I don't even know. Like, there is no good nickname I could think of right now. But okay, call me. Uh, well, that's. Well, I'll still feel gross now because like my yeah. whole th like every single who is Ray Roberts dot com at who is Ray Roberts on Instagram at who is Ray Roberts on Twitter. You can follow me on all of those things. It'll be linked in the thing. Like, but like I, <laughs> do you like how I did that? <laughs> you just give me so much more work to do. <laughs> no, but like. But like I hate tell like I hate that part of it because like I could have gotten like I could have gotten Ray Roberts comedy I could have gotten any of those things but like I was like oh this is gonna be a cool like marketing thing at some point and now like 
six years later, I'm just like, I don't like, it's fine. Like I like it and I like, and I'll still like keep going with it. But it's like, now I'm like stuck in that. If it, for whatever reason I hate it, like now that I'm, I'm not getting like any real steam, but like people are like now kind of starting to follow. And at and the end like, of the day though, like if they'll find it, your, mater- your material backs it up, who the fuck cares? Right. Your but it's is. also like at this point, like people will know, like with my buddies, it's like an inside joke. I'm yeah. like, Oh, who is Ray Rock? Like, it's just like, cause I've had it like since like day one, I like put energy into like the branding of it instead yeah. of like writing. And you're just like, it's almost like a dumb reminder of that. like how stupid, it how, is. or how far you've come but it's also that and yeah. that's like a cool part of it of like this is how much further i've come and i at least know it's stupid like it's that's the fun part is like yeah, making that full as long turn as you're not like super proud of like the dumb things you did yes. year one you're like all right then you're good like at a t-shirt like three months into doing comedy yeah i didn't have shows to sell t-shirts at <laughs> like what the fuck am i doing dude oh boy <laughs> all right well we'll see where we're at in uh two years yeah Hopefully we don't have to do this in an apartment. We're a, we're a studio. I was thinking maybe like a garage again. I did this in a. I've actually I'm I'm constantly upgrading. I did this in my mom's garage and now I'm in my own apartment. Oh, now you want your own garage? Yeah, that'd be cool. That's kind of the dream. Like anytime, like I don't like my own. I don't want to pay for a studio. I this has yeah. never. This will never be a studio show. We're doing a whole second podcast right now. I we know. need to cut it. We, we can have this it. conversation. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You want to wrap this now? Yeah. yeah we're t- I gotta edit this. <laughs> yeah. No, just leave it. We're not editing. No, I have to go back and just go. All right, Ray's talking. Michael's talking. Ray's oh talking, yeah, you got to do the fucking video. Yeah. I don't do video. You ever want to? You have access to three cameras. I've got. I've. I've got every single. I put the fucking camera on so I can see myself while I'm doing it, just on my like front facing camera on my computer. Oh, so so you have video of it. There's hours of video. Are we of starting it. another podcast right now? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done. Fuck <laughs> <We're done>. this. <laughs>